Welcome back to another episode of Two Average Husbands. I'm your host, Jake. And I'm your host, Kyle. Welcome back, everybody. Sorry we're late. It was my fault. I was on the toilet, and I lost track of time doing what all great men do, and that is solve the world's problems on the toilet by researching on the internet. Okay, so, Jake, what are you drinking this week? Are you actually drinking this week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm back. It's been hit and miss with you recently. Nah, I'm back on my game. I'm drinking too much, if anything. Anyways, uh, I'm drinking Breakfast at Tiffany's, which is a Berliner-style vice beer with uh, blueberry and maple syrup. I said, what about? Breakfast at Tiffany's. Thank you. All right. Apparently, I'm going to get hammered tonight. Same. Because I was going to have a couple of light beverages, and then I found these in my fridge. Didn't even know I had them. So we're going to start off with this one, and that is Cutwater's Strawberry Margarita. Ooh, they're made with real tequila and they come in at 10%. So yeesh. We'll I have a new glass goes. this week. I have the same glass I had last week. Unfortunately, I really wish I had my old glass back. I miss it. I got this at Benny's. It was $4. Um, and as I recall last week, I did the riddle. So you either need to do a fun fact or a riddle. All right. Let me, I was, unprepared if it was my turn but i know for a fact i did a riddle last week okay did you know that australia is wider than the moon is that real it's real the moon sits at 3400 kilometers in diameter while australia's diameter from east to west is almost 4000 kilometers that's crazy it is a very fancy glass carly thank you thank you for acknowledging that like your husband did not but yes australia is wider than the moon I'm Jake. Nice to meet you all over the place. Hardy har har. Hardy har har. Yeah, that's that even though it is, it is a really good fun fact. And I'm glad that was the first one on the list and I did not have to scroll. I've had very few things put into my body today, but the things that those have consisted of are uh, alcohol, nicotine, and marijuana. So we're on a we're on a, a crash course for disaster tonight, but we're gonna roll with it anyway because we're here for a good time. But Kyle, even though I am the one who read the fun fact this week, it is actually your turn to go first. Uh, I believe that that's probably true. I can't say with one hundred percent certainty, but I believe you. I can. I fact checked it. And in said case, I have topics available at the ready and the first one is going to be a fun one but it's a little bit one-sided however carly gave me the brilliant idea of making it as two-sided as i possibly could because okay guess what time it is Uh, it's story time jake i'm cutting you off damn my topic is mostly going to be me telling a story because i saw some wild shit happen and i have to tell tell the world i'll just kick back and uh so this topic is jacob perry what is the craziest thing you've ever seen in an airport or on an airplane? That's where we're going to start off with. Because by far, I had the wildest experience I've ever had. And this isn't like my experience from a few weeks ago where the airline completely fucked me and the experience was terrible. That is a different thing. This is like one of those moments that probably should be like filmed on the internet and posted on like a TikTok somewhere. But it was a bunch of boomers and me uh, who didn't want to intervene in the situation. So it turned out that this is probably not on the internet. Unless somebody like tweeted about it, but fucking crazy. Um, let's see. Craziest thing I've seen on an airplane. Uh, one of my flights when I was younger, um, my parents were sitting up in first class. We were not, we were going on a, I think it was a family vacation to Florida. Um, but so it was one of those, uh, first class where there was just two rows of first class seats on each side. Yeah. And so this one guy got on the plane first and then his wife sits next to him, which in theory doesn't sound like a problem until she did not have a first class ticket and somebody else had that first class ticket. And so they went through the whole shebang of trying to convince these people to give up their first class ticket that they paid for. So that well, did it it work? It did not work until the guy pulls $5,000 in cash out of his pocket and hands it to the person who originally had the seat, who then very happily sat back and coached with us for that flight. Why the fuck wouldn't you just buy a first-class seat? I could not tell you. That had to have been double the price of what a first-class seat would have cost. What 
what my dad speculates happened is they just booked economy seats and then suspected that he could upgrade both when he got to the gate. Yeah, probably. But, but first class was full, so he or basically full, so he could only upgrade one of the seats. And That's so crazy. His, his seat got upgraded, but hers definitely did not. But he handed like five thousand in cash. This is my dad telling me the story after the fact. I never actually saw the uh, exchange of cash, but my dad was like, "Yeah, no, he pulled five five stacks of one thousand dollar bank wrapped bands out of his bag and handed them to the person, who then very gladly gave up their seat." Yeah, that's dumb as absolute fuck. But that's the craziest thing I've seen in an airport or on a flight. It's been very limited for me. I haven't seen too much craziness at the airports. It's story time. Okay, so here I am. I'm at the airport. I end up, I tried to go to the lounge because I don't like flying like a peasant. But then the lounge had a line that was like forever fucking long. And I was afraid I was going to miss my flight if I tried to do the lounge. So I just skipped out on the lounge and I went to my gate. So I'm waiting there for a little bit. No big thing. Right. So then I get on the airplane and I was like in the early boarding numbers, whatever it was. So I'm sitting there watching. I'm in the window seat. Nobody sits in either of the seats next to me. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm like, fuck yeah. I'm going to have a whole row to myself. This is going to be baller status. And then the last people to get on the airplane are the two people sitting next to me, of course. So it's tough. My row gets occupied. In my row comes a woman in her middle ages, probably probably early 50s, maybe late 40s. I couldn't really tell, but she is accompanied with her young son. I am like 99% sure that it's her son, um, who is around five years old. Somewhere around okay. in there, like probably about kindergarten age, pretty young kid. Uneventful, uh, for the most part, going for takeoff. Um, nothing really happens, right? But then we take off and I'm like semi-positive that I smell booze. Like maybe she had been drinking, but it was pretty light. Like it wasn't really noticeable. It was just kind of like every once in a while I get this like whiff of alcohol. Yeah. And I was like, God, what the fuck? So anyway, no big deal, right? Immediately I was already like, as soon as I get on an airplane, especially if it's been like a long day or whatever, I'll like try to turn on a TV show or whatever and basically pass out. So I was sitting there and I had like put my show on and closed my eyes. And so I'm sitting there and I suddenly hear uh, the kids start to kind of like scream a little bit. Right. He's just getting loud, which I'm like, whatever. Noise canceling headphones. I can pretty much get over that. Well, then about 10 seconds after he starts screaming, this lady just goes, shut up and like screams at her kid. Right. And I'm like, damn. Well, I kept my eyes closed. I'm like, I have no business being a part of this. But then I just hear crap. And I was like, whoa. But I kept my eyes closed because I'm like, ooh, I don't want to like hop into this. And it sounded like a pretty substantial smack to the point where I could hear it through my fucking noise canceling headphones, right? Like it is a pretty good hit. And I'm like, holy fuck, this lady just hit her kid. Kid stops screaming. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, what the fuck? Then nothing happens for a little while. And then finally the beverage cart's coming through, which after that like situation, I I was completely awake. I I wasn't going to go back to sleep. I was like, that was kind of wild. So anyway, um, beverage cart comes through and uh, this lady orders her kid, this like little snack bag, snack box. And then she orders herself two shots of, I think bourbon, right? Like those shooters, which is probably more than a shot. It's probably like a shot and a half per bottle. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, she orders two of those for herself. And I'm like, damn she like i knew i smelled booze this lady been drinking for sure right well she ends up disappearing at some point i hadn't seen her open either of those bottles she disappears i think back to the bathroom well when she comes back she smells very strongly of booze so my initial thought was maybe she went to the bathroom to like not drink in front of her kid like for whatever reason i was like okay so she comes back reeking of booze pretty sure she just took one of those shooters maybe both well, it definitely wasn't both because fast forward a little bit. And all of a sudden she cracks the second one and just fucking blah, blah, two gulps takes another one. And I was like, damn, like Respect. this lady might be. Well, and then she's chasing it with a bottle of water. That's... And I was 99% sure that it was water until I thought I smelled maybe vodka too. Or Ooh. it might have been the fact that she just like started acting super hammered that I was relatively convinced that she had mixed her own booze into that water bottle. Probably. Well, she is like chugging this water bottle to chase her whatever so 
at this point she is like it, it is such an oppressive smell that it's like actually bothering me she smells so badly of booze and i'm i'm like kind of grossed out well then she starts doing this and i was like oh my god she's gonna fucking puke all over me oh, and so i'm like I pushed myself all the way up against the window in the side of my seat, like as far as I could get away from this woman. And I was like, oh God, this is going to be so awkward. Well, then the kid starts picking up screaming again, right? This time I see it. <laughs> Crack, smacks the fucking kid. Damn. And I was like, holy fuck. And then the kid doesn't shut up this time. So she starts screaming, shut up, shut up. And I was like, holy fucking shit. This is wild. Like this lady is like psycho abusive, right? And then... Uh, other people are like obviously noticing this. It's not just me. You know, right. We're in a flight full of people and it got so bad of her. This is like going on for a while. Uh, it got so bad that like people were coming out of their seats to like squat down and talk to the kid to try to like make sure he wasn't screaming so that he could probably avoid getting hit. Like people are trying to intervene at this point. Jesus. And some of the people listening to this story are probably like, why didn't you intervene? And it's because I'm a big pussy and I didn't want to be involved in this scenario. Like it was like, very very uncomfortable for me and i did not want to be involved so should i have probably maybe definitely but i didn't so my bad anyway i'm sitting there and i thought about even recording it and sending it to carly because i was like holy fuck this is like quite literally the craziest thing i've seen right next to me on an airplane yeah and then uh it goes like i think like a little stagnant for a while right and then she starts doing this like hiccuping thing or a little bit whatever and then she disappears again and she comes back and now she reeks of booze and vomit. I'm pretty sure she went oh. to the bathroom and just fucking hurled. Yeah. Because she is stinking. And then uh, she's sitting there and like, we're like halfway, maybe three quarters of the way through this flight. So I'm like knowing and dreading how uncomfortable I'm going to be for a while. And so she finishes her water, right? Maybe before she went to the bathroom, maybe right after. I can't really remember. But she, yeah, right. And she ends up with an empty water bottle. Well, she picks it up, looks at it, sees that it's empty and then puts it up to her mouth. And I was like, that's what the fuck? And she tilts her head back, plugs her nose and starts like swallowing. Like I can see that she's swallowing, but I knew the water bottle was empty. And I saw her do this twice. And it took me maybe to the second time to really just like, I'm almost 100% sure she is such an alcoholic that she's trained herself to vomit into her mouth and drink it, but make it look like she's like drinking out of a bottle. Of water. Oh, 100%. So she's literally plugging her nose, puking into her mouth and swallowing right next to me. And this is happening repeatedly. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this lady is so fucking hammered. Jesus. And she she starts like throwing her head between her legs. And I thought for a while she was puking onto the floor because she put her head to the ground one time and a lady behind her goes, do you need a puke bag? But like I had my headphones just like barely off my ears, so I couldn't yeah. hear the full response. But I thought she said, "No, I'm just hiccuping." So I'm not sure if she was actually like vomiting on the floor. I never actually saw anything, but it was like pretty fucking gross. Like she's yeah. pretty gnarly. Uh, anyway, so I, th- this is, you get the gist of it, right? Like this is happening for the entire flight, basically f- ten to fifteen minutes after takeoff, all the way through the end of the flight. Well, then we get to the end of this, and I'm about to get off the plane, and it's like. I was closer to the front. So people are getting off and this lady in, from the row behind me, like was a immediate stander on the airplaner. Yeah. And so she's standing in the aisle already when I was like going to get out. Well, the kid and her, uh, her son leave or start to walk away. And I looked at the lady. And I was like, just go ahead. And she goes, Oh yeah, I'm going to follow them. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like obviously people have taken notice. This is like verbal and physical abuse of a child. Yeah. So like uncomfortable. Plus she's fucking hammered, wasted. And, uh, they walk off the plane and they're all three in front of me. Cause I got out next and we get off and I see a cop and he is like power walking towards me. Yeah. Right. And I was like, Oh, I better know where he's going. And so I don't know how the communication was made to get him to be so reactive. Cause I don't think anybody would have like maybe made the decision to intervene at that level until towards the end of the flight. So yeah, somebody might've said something to like a flight or, attendant yeah, or yeah. they notified like right. as they were coming in for landing. Yeah, there's a couple of different ways it could have happened, but either way, somehow they get a hold of the cops, right? And so I see the cop walk up to the lady that told me she was going to follow him. She doesn't, he doesn't stop with the actual woman. He goes to her. I was like, now I got to see what's going to happen, right? Yeah. So I like, I, Carly wasn't at the airport yet to pick me up. So I kind of just stood off to the side and he talks to her for like, I don't know, a couple minutes and then immediately turns around and like runs and grabs this lady and pulls her back. And I was like, okay, I got to go. Carly's here. So I can't see the end of this, but I'm 
almost positive this woman got arrested at the airport. Oh, a thousand percent. And the kid probably got taken away. And I was sitting there and I was like, it's crazy because right when they landed too, she was like fucking drunk and she's like, oh, yay, we're home. Let's go get it to our ride. And I was like, little do you know, you're going Your to ride jail. is to prison. Uh, and yeah, and who knows, like, because they're going to like, I don't think anybody filmed anything or whatever. So there's like eyewitness only. But, you know, I don't know if they would have arrested her for like criminal neglect or abuse or anything like that. But I told Carly, I was like, at the very minimal like level, she probably could have gotten linked up for fucking uh, public intox. Like at oh, yeah. the very easily. Least. Yeah, she was that's... so discomforting. Um, so anyway, that's my whole airport story. Fucking wild. I should have intervened. I didn't. But either way, I've never seen anything so dramatic and disgusting in my life. And I've also never been that uncomfortable on an airplane before. Yeah, that's like I, I basically had like one ass cheek on the seat for the last half of the flight because I was trying to get so far away from this woman just in so case that she, she wouldn't did. fucking puke on me. Yeah, because can you imagine how uncomfortable that would be to be on half of a fucking three and a half hour flight and just have some other woman's vomit all over you? I would I like, jump out of the plane. No, not yeah, doing it. I'm so, good. It was crazy. That's why it's just fucking crazy. Carly goes, that sounds fake because it's so wild. And I was like, yeah, it, it, it just does fucking happen. It, it was insane. Yeah, that's. Oh my, I can't, I also like, as much as I would love to say, I would like intervene or react in that situation. I'm, I'm definitely not going to like, well, it's funny because after the like lady asked her if she needed a puke bag, I kind of like looked back and made like a half second of eye contact. And I was probably looking terrified at that. Point you were probably like, was. like, yes, please give her this bag of, yeah. like, I hope she fucking give her something. Yeah. That's fucking wild. I did tell myself that if she got up a third time, I was at least going to say something to the flight attendant and be like, just about the booze. Cause she was so stinky. I was going to be like, Hey, just so you guys know, she's fucking hammered. Yeah. Uh, but then she never ended up getting out of her seat again. So well, yeah, would I have actually done it? I don't know, but I was convincing myself that I should probably say something at that. Point. Yeah. That's, that's insane. I can't believe that that is something that you had to deal with. Disgusting. Yeah. And also gross. terribly sad, right? Like for me, it was just gross. Yeah. No, but terribly sad for that kid. A hundred percent. Yeah. Damn, dude. What? Welcome back to welcome back home. If we have time at the end of the podcast, I can tell my United Airlines story and I'll call them out by name because fuck United Airlines. Um, Ooh, and that's a much like shorter United, story. But, but that's the end of the I get why the, you don't. So that's my topic. So I like it. I'm going to roll right into mine. We're going to we're going to have a little like more a, fun with this one. Do it. Guess what? We're doing a tier list, but we're not doing a tier list like we ever have before. And I say that because we've done a similar one. <laughs> but as you will see here, we have every single NFL team. Uh-huh. We are going to make a tier list simply based off of how cool we think the logos are. Okay. So we're just going to we're just going to go right off rip. It's in alphabetical order, I'm pretty sure. So we're going to start off with the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, yes. No, it's not. Alphabetical order of the home city. Uh Arizona, yeah, Atlanta, be, yeah. Baltimore, Buffalo. Be. Okay. Cool. All right. Arizona Cardinals. What do you think, Kyle? Where would you put them? It's a bird. It's a it's red a bird, bird, which is why you're going to put it in the b-, 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 b for bird, I think. I don't disagree with you. The Atlanta Falcons. It's a pretty Falcons, good looking bird. It is. But the Atlanta Falcons one is better. Yeah, but I think I might even still. I have to like look at these all and kind of set where my bar is. Because I think Atlanta's kind of fucking boring, too. Yeah, but a Falcon is cooler than a Cardinal. I think the logo is cooler. Yeah. But do we make a Cardinal a C then? C for Cardinal and go we might. Bird Falcon? I'm fine with that. We can start that way. We can adjust as needed. That's probably um, Next up, we have the Baltimore Ravens. All of the birds first. And the Baltimore Ravens are probably on par with the Cardinals. I think it's better. Eh. I like Same tier at the very least. Above Cardinals in the same tier. Works for me. Next up, we got the Buffalo Bills. I kind of like Buffalo's logo. This is sneakily one of my favorite logos in football. I mean, it's not bad. I don't know if I understand the red stripe. I'm sure there's an like an intention behind that, but I think it's a cape. It's kind of what I'm rolling with. Is that for real? I don't think so. I'm gonna Google this while you're talking. I would put the Buffalo Bills in A tier. I think yeah, they're I, one I of the better logos in football. Let's see. Use the color red and its logo type to represent strength, energy, and passion. Blah blah blah. 
don't care about the color. I want to know about the symbol. The symbolism. Yeah, we'll figure it out later. Yeah, all right. All right, next up, the Carolina Panthers. Arguably one of the toughest-looking logos in football. Yeah, I think they have a pretty good logo. I'd go better than Atlanta in B. Not, mm, you're not putting that on par with Buffalo? No, I don't think so. It's one of the most detailed logos in football. Yeah, you might be able to convince me. We'll see. We'll see where we get there. Next up, my Chicago Bears. D tier. Yeah, the C logo. The fucking C. I wish we had one of the actual bears, but no, we get the C. Except for don't use them ugly ass legacy bears. Hey, man. Don't do that. Watch your goddamn mouth. You watch your fucking mouth. Next up, Cincinnati Bengals. Better than Chicago, but still D tier. Yeah, I can't really argue with it there. Next up, the Cleveland Browns, which is just for those who are listening to us and not watching us, an orange helmet. Trash. Trash. One of, if not the worst logos in professional sports. Yeah, absolute trash. Next up, we have the star for the Dallas Cowboys. To be honest, also pretty trash, but I would put it maybe at the top of D tier. I would put it... I was going to say in the middle of D tier, but the top is fine. At least they put some effort into it. Like it's the Lone Star State. You get the you get yeah. the symbolism behind yeah. it versus just it like Cincinnati and Chicago who are like, we know what letters are. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, you have the Denver Broncos. I like Denver's logo. This is an S tier logo for me. Accepted. One of my favorite teams besides the Bears is the Denver Broncos, and it's a hundred percent in part just because I thought their logo was cool when I was seven years old. Um, all right. And then rolling it. Sorry. I was making a comment to Carly. Uh, no, you're good. Detroit is up next. The Detroit lions. This lion is an a tier. I think. No, it's probably top of B. Ah, uh, okay. That's fine. I was gonna, I was gonna agree with a, Panthers but I'm cool with the top of B. Panthers are better. Uh, next up we have the green Bay Packers. Listen to me. Panthers are better. Thank you. I don't know if I agree with that, but okay. You really think that the low detail lion is better or is worse than whatever, better than the the lion's fucking sick. I don't know. I like where it's at. We can discuss more later. Green Bay garbage. Yeah. And so people are going to make this argument and I'm going to make my argument back. People are going to say you took other letters, logos that were just letters and you put them in D tier. How do you put green Bay in the trash tier? It's because their colors are vomit. It's vomit yellow and shit green. Not great, Bob. They're not great, Bob. Next up, we have the Houston Texans. Houston's like sneaky pretty good. I was going to say top of C tier for me. Really? That low? I wouldn't put them in B tier. If I'm looking at this B tier, I don't think they're better than any of these logos. Yeah, okay. I'll buy it. We can maybe move them up to B later, but as we sit right now, I'm not. I I can't budge. Next up, we have the The Indianapolis Colts. Understand the symbolism again, but probably top of D tier. Yeah, I got a fucking horse. It's pretty boring. Yeah, it's not great. Next up, the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars. If we're going to put all the cats in the same place, this would be below Detroit. I agree. Okay, we're on the same page there. Cool. Next up, the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't hate the Kansas City logo. It's like bottom of C tier for me. It isn't a ton of creativity, so I'll go with you on that. But it is like, it's not like a hated. Yeah, it's not bad. But it's also like, I can't really think of a way to improve it off the top of my head. There's actually a person on TikTok who like modernizes every NFL logo, and they're actually Mm. pretty sick. Hmm. Um, Next up, we have the Los Angeles Chargers. I ain't going to lie to you. I don't like the Chargers logo. Oh, I love it. I think if you start talking, if you, I, I mean, yes, conceptually, I think it's like kind of neat, but if you're like comparing it to the creativity of some other teams and like the level of quality, it's a, it's literally a curved lightning bolt. That's all that they have. It's sick. Uh, Where are you going to put it? I'll hear Uh, you. I would put it between Arizona and Baltimore. Accepted. Perfect. 
Next up, the Los Angeles Rams. Fucking new logo is solid, dude. This is so yeah. creative. Like wrapping the A around with the fucking Ram. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, they definitely took a step up here. I would go below Buffalo, but in A tier for sure. I would probably go above Buffalo, but that's okay. I'm not going to take too much argument here. I'll put I'll put them up there. It's it's arguably the most creative logo in professional yeah, it's awesome. football. Yeah, it's modernized uh, very well. Next up, the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, one of the more detailed logos. Yeah, but it's also like when was the Old last school? time they updated this? Yeah, logo, which is 82? not two. It's not necessarily a problem that they don't like sticking to legacy, but at the same time, it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's okay. I would, I would go bottom of B tier. That's fine. Cause I was going to say probably top of C. So I'll take bottom of B. Next up the Miami dolphins. There's so many average logos, you know, I know it's going to be a very bell curve, which isn't a problem tier chart know? in my opinion. Cause a lot there, you know, there's an average, right? If um, I were looking, look, looking at the, the list that we have currently, I would bump Carolina up to A tier, and I would put this at the bottom of B tier. Yeah, go ahead. That's fine. Perfect. Next up, the Minnesota Vikings. I actually really like Minnesota's logo. This is like an S tier logo for me. Yeah, below, well, below Denver. I would, yeah. They're not above Denver for me, but they are very... It's a very strong logo. To be honest, looking at this, I still think LA might like beat out both of those to me, but we can talk about it more. We'll, we'll banter at the end. Uh, next up, the New England Patriots. Um, This is a sneaky good logo for me. It is. I was going to say points for creativity was going to be my thought on this because it is like... I mean, it's well thought out, and it, you don't have to have a ton of detail to make it look decent, so I'd say bottom of A tier maybe yep. right now. No, that's exactly where I was going to put it. No arguments whatsoever. The Florida Lee is lame as fuck. The Saints, <laughs> lame. Yeah, it's a pretty basic ass logo. I, I would, would put say them up- above the Colts for sure. Maybe above Kansas City. Somewhere in there. I'll go with it. I, that's fine. It's. I get the history. I get the again. Get the meaning behind Don't it, care. but it's just not lame. awesome. Next up, the New York Giants. This is the, the New York football giants. This is the worst logo in football. Yeah, it's pretty fucking boring. Next up. I don't know. The Browns might be worse. <laughs> the New York Jets, arguably uh, the other worst logo in football. Yeah. You, really your bad. name is the Jets, and you can't put a fucking plane on your helmet? Or any other sort of creative anything? Yeah, come on, dog. This is trash. This is bottom of trash tier for me. Yeah. Next the Eagles, up, especially this generation of Eagles, is actually pretty fucking solid. This is like top of A tier for me. I would maybe behind the Rams. I certainly disagree with you on that. I would say above the Patriots is as far as I would put them right now. That's fine. Again, we can banter. Yeah. Uh, Next up, Pittsburgh Steelers. I kind of fucking hate the Steelers logo too. Yeah, it's pretty trash. Maybe in. I might go bottom of D tier. Yeah, somewhere in there. They might be better than Chicago. What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, what? Yeah, but I, I'm afraid of reptiles, kind of. <laughs> Carly, Carly brought a turtle I, in here. Can I see the turtle? Where the fuck did you find that thing? Jesus. My neighbors came and asked if he's anybody's pet. Is it? No, I think he's a wild turtle. Why is he here? Jesus up, Christ, turtle? superstar. <laughs> Do you want to live in my garage? I'll get used to you. No. You're kind of like scary, turtles. but you're scared of me too, bro. I'm going to go cut those up, guys, and take him out to the creek. All right. Bye, Mr. Turtle. <laughs> Thanks for visiting. Special guest on this Wild. week's episode, the turtle. Yeah, welcome, turtle. Okay, Are, sick. Back to <laughs> shit. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Um, the most boring of the bird logos, in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. Above the Saints. Yeah, okay. You and I are actually pretty in lockstep here. Not too What's many new? disagreements. San Francisco's uh, garbage. This is yeah. a garbage-ass logo. They are the 49ers, and instead of doing anything with like minor 49er, they went with SF. You garbage. Uh, next Buccaneers up, is pretty good. Yeah, Buccaneers. Sword on the flag is pretty legit. I would go... Above the Raiders, in my opinion, at least. This is another one where I almost feel like we need to bump the Lions up. Bump the Rams up to S tier. Bump the Lions up to A tier. And put these guys like right above the Falcons in B tier. 
Uh, okay, that's fine. Agree with pretty much everything there. All right, the Tennessee Titans. Also pretty fucking lame. I actually really like the Titans logo. I, it's not that I hate it, but there's nothing like... Yeah, it's not the most... Titan about this? Yeah, that I and I get that, but also... It's like a flaming rim around a yeah. T. I would still put this above the Texans. Ooh, I don't think that I would. You think it's better than like Baltimore? I don't. I think I think the more I look at this, I think Baltimore over Texans in general. Yeah, I think I would agree with you probably. But then I would then I would probably go Titans over Texans. Okay. Whatever. I accept. And last up, the Washington football team. I refuse to call them the commanders. The Washington football team was the best name they could have chosen, and I'm mad they got rid of it. But the Washington football team. Steelers below Chicago. Yeah, okay, that's fine. All right, do we want to make any final adjustments to this as you look at it? No, I think it figured itself out in the end. I think it's pretty good now. Yeah, I would agree. You want to argue? Um, if I tried hard enough, I could probably argue Lions over Patriots, but I don't think it's worth my effort at this point in the evening. Also, we should probably take five seconds and talk about the fucking uh, legacy helmets they have this year. Uh, probably. I have to look at them, honestly. Have I you not seen it? No. Oh, it's bad. It's really bad. They decided to do throwback helmets uh, with like an old lion logo, and it looks like a fucking toddler drew a lion. There's going to be a picture in here somewhere. Is it not in that list? Just search Detroit uh, throwback helmet. I don't know what you searched. These are the 2022. I wouldn't be surprised if they're already trying to like erase the fucking memory from the internet because it is really bad. It'll be funny oh, to watch. Yeah, them. These are pop that bad boy up on the screen. These are not great. Uh, present share screen. Look at that. It is like yeah. one step above toddler lion and one step below high school lion, AKA <laughs> somewhere in elementary middle school. This is almost like the meme of like the horse as the, the horse is like drawn and it's super like starts super detailed and then turns into shit. And everybody talks about it as like the uh, game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, almost yeah, like yeah. that for me where it's like, okay, I get where you're going with this. What the fuck happened? Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, really I like the good. blue. I do too. It's a good blue. Just slap a fucking good looking lion on there. Yeah. Make it like the fucking Rams. Yeah, that's that's tough, man. I don't Garbage. I don't love that. But anyways, I will post that tier list on Twitter as we speak while Kyle rates his beer. Dude, I am fighting my way through this. This is gross. And I'm also getting drunk off of one. So it's like, I don't even know if that's a good thing. Do you want to get hammered off a 12 ounce beer that tastes terrible? No, I don't know that I do. I don't know. 1.0. Mine is disappointing. Oh, like I get the idea of blueberries. I get the aftertaste of maple syrup, but I don't actually taste either of them as I drink. Okay. That's interesting. I'm at like a 175. I'm not 175. All right. I'm really trying to fucking finish this. Not not great, Bob. Chug, chug, chug. There you have it. Guess what I'm going to next? Probably equally as bad. Cutwater pineapple margarita. <laughs> Maybe one of the flavors will be good for you. I'm really I saved pineapple for last in the anticipation that I might not like strawberry. It's probably smart. I'm a big pineapple guy, so hopefully this is good. I'm going with School Day PB&J Hard Cider, which is a grape hard cider fermented with peanuts. You know, I would say that a cider sounds weird for a PB&J like pairing, but because it's apple, if you think about just throwing some apple slices on a PB&J. Oh, yeah, a little honey on there too. It might not be bad, you know? I don't know. I got it. I also don't drink it. So. so I would eat apple peanut butter sandwich with honey. Oh, that actually sounds really good. And Kyle's Finley hungry all of a sudden. A honey crips. Honey crips? Yeah, it's, you always got to say the honey crips. Good old honey crips. 
and then you slice your apples them throwing up gang signs. It's see walking through the uh, through the aisle of the grocery store. Better. Yeah, my first one didn't really smell like anything, which is weird. <clears throat> Tastes worse. This one, this one oh smells like peanuts. Oh god. I don't know how anybody. If somebody out there drinks these, please tell me. Tell me how you do it. That's disgusting. This, this tastes like I'm drinking a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Well, that's good. They hit the hit the nail on the head there. They did. Flavor profile. Okay. Next topic. Introduction time. Jake, I'm going to revisit a previous topic because I think that it's important. And I've like had it. this discussion recently, so this isn't necessarily the same topic that we've had before, but it's kind of a... Um, a revisited dialogue, if you will, of a previous topic. Jake and I are not financial advisors. Always have to caveat that. Not financial advisors. The biggest thing that I'm going to mention as a part of this small segment here is what to do with your money that is not putting it in a savings account. Right. And, and the easiest option here and what I want to talk about and give advice to the people is if you have a chunk of cash that you do not need to spend, and you don't think that you're going to need it for like an immediate need, right? Like say, I don't know, let's use $10,000 as an example. And you want to save $5,000 for an emergency fund just in case something happens to the house or a car or whatever, like cool. So if you have that 5,000 that's sitting there, that's not doing anything, but it's in a savings account. And I think the national average right now is like less than half a percent on savings accounts. Yeah, it's accounts. not great. So you're not, you're losing a lot of money, right? Because you're letting the bank have a free loan, essentially, and uh, there's a lot of people out there uh, in the financial realm that would argue that if you don't have something that's getting you as much interest on your account as the rate of inflation, you're still losing money. Mm-hmm. And I understand that completely, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't accept a gain if it's available. Yeah. And which is why I, I go this route. Um, if you didn't know it, and I didn't know this until maybe three years ago, there is such a thing as a high yield savings account. And you're like, how does this exist? How can this be possible? Why would not every science, uh, savings account be this way? Uh, and the reason is because most of the people that offer these high yield savings accounts do not have brick and mortar stores. Yep. The way that they can offer you an, an, an increase in interest is by not having the cost associated with operating brick and mortar, right? I don't have to pay employees uh, in a store. I don't have to maintain hours. Like I don't have to have a facility that I'm renting out, whatever it is, right? So it'll be an online-based bank, which you're like, oh, I'm so scared. No, shut it shouldn't be. It's a digital age. You shouldn't be afraid of fucking money in the digital environment anymore. And it's not like you're going to like joeschmobank.com and giving them $5,000 in this example. It is reputable institutions that are insured by the FDIC. And right now, I can't recite the entire list from memory, but at least two in the top five, according to NerdWallet. Citation, you're welcome. 2023 nerd wallet parentheses 2023 there's an apa style for you comma recommends uh several different ones and there's a top five that they have and in the top five is one of the ones that i use which is american express so i already had a credit card account with them um, and i decided because they sent me an offer and this is what i would recommend when you're looking for the right one to go through uh uncle kyle says go through ally that is an option but when you're looking for one to start with, and you can do that if you're really smart about this and you don't mind the hassle of it, you should be looking for sign-on bonuses. Yep. So say American Express, for example, when I signed up, um, if you did, I can't math right now and I'm drinking a little bit, but uh, whatever dollar amount at 4% equals $200 over the course of a year, it's like five grand or something like that. Something along those lines. Yeah, that roughly. was their sign-on bonus if you put at least five grand into the account, I think. Right. So basically they're saying we'll give you a year of interest up front if you just open this account and put the money in and leave it there for 60 days. So when they open or when I open the account, I only put that much in at first just so I could get that guaranteed interest boost while I was still kind of deciding what I was going to do. And then I ended up adding more later because at the time American Express was offering the best interest rate. So anyway, I had a credit card with them. It was easy. It's like an attached to my own, my already like credit based account, except for it's just, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I went with that, but another one on there is SoFi. So yep. SoFi, right, which is, which is the sponsor of SoFi Stadium um, for the Rams and the Chargers. Uh, SoFi Stadium um, is really awesome. But anyway, uh, the point is, is like, it's a reputable institution. It's not like you're, like I said, going to joshmobank.com. And SoFi, as of right now, does 4.3% interest, I believe. Uh, and there's several others, but. 
if you're actually smart about this, what you would do is you would put it in there, get the sign-on bonus, and then move to another bank and get another sign-on bonus. An- yep. So if you're if you don't mind the hassle of it, which it is kind of a hassle to do this, that is what I would actually recommend. Is not a financial advisor, but I would recommend you are constantly hopping your money around because you don't owe these institutions anything, and the stability doesn't really mean anything as long as you're comfortable moving money, right? Like you're not there's not as long as they're all insured, it doesn't. There's not you're not gaining anything yeah. by letting this money sit there for long periods of time, other than the buildup of interest, right? So like. If X bank is only offering you like a $50 sign on bonus, but they have the same interest rate, don't do that. Like, I'm not saying be stupid about it. What's up, Josh? Welcome to the podcast. But I am saying if you're going to drop your money into something, like say you you throw into something that has like a 3% interest rate and they offer you a $500 sign on bonus, get your $500 and then move to something that has 4%. Because yep. there is a substantial inc- int- uh, increase in interest that you can gain right at this moment. Uh, I think the yeah. best that I saw when I was looking online the other day, because I was helping... Uh, somebody researched this was like 4.8%, something like that, like close to five, maybe 4.9. But I haven't moved my money from my account, which is like at 4.2, 4.3, something like that, uh, because I'm just too lazy. I don't want to deal with like hopping money around. But the point is, if you're willing to move your money, oh, okay, here's the caveat. I should say this first. A lot of these institutions that offer this do it um, with restrictions. So say... Uh, you put your money in here, you get your bonus, blah, 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 blah. doesn't matter. You have to, A, they will either have a minimum balance that you have to maintain on the account, or B, this could be an A and B situation, um, they have a max withdraw per month or like per quarter mm-hmm. or whatever. So like they might only let you take out 10 grand a month or something like that, right? So like if you're going to put 100 grand into an account, for an example, you need to make sure that you don't need that anytime soon because you have to uh, you know withdraw it slowly over time for, for certain accounts, so. There are caveats to this, but um, the point is if you don't have an immediate need and you're keeping it in the savings account at like 0.2%, it's actually, I don't know. It might be fucking lower. I don't, I don't know. I moved it, yeah, all of my not, money out of traditional savings accounts because they're, they're fucking garbage. Yeah. No, I did the same thing. Uh, I got an Apple card, which you'd be shocked. Apple how many, a bonus on that for a while. Yeah. You'd be shocked how many people have an Apple card and do not take advantage of the Apple high yield savings account that you get. It's a four point one five percent apy it's very good you can even just take the cash back that you get from the apple card and just put that right into your savings account there i moved all of my cash over from my chase savings account to my apple account simply because of that and it's not like and like you said people get scared of thinking it's like an online bank or anything like that it's through goldman sachs it's through one of the most renowned banks in the united states and it's not the world you know it's not like your money's going to be really at risk and this is it's not like you're giving it to Tony down the street. Like and you're I've said giving this before, it to her. It's not like you're matching like your max possible return on a stock market, right? Like you're never going to do that. Right. But the point is, is if you're not going to invest that money or give it to a financial advisor or whatever you want to do with it, if you're not going to take those steps, you should stop losing money uh, through inflation by just keeping it in a shitty savings account. Yeah. So quoting NerdWallet here real quick, uh, SoFi is at 4.3. At Um, they currently have a $250, uh, bonus with direct deposit. If you direct deposit your paychecks into that account. And I read that. And all you have to do is get one direct deposit of a thousand dollars or more. And then you qualify for the bonus. So So then you can cancel direct after that. So one paycheck for most people, um, citizens access savings is at 4.5 CIT bank platinum, which is a member of the FDIC is at 4.95% with a 5,000 minimum balance for APY. Uh, BMO Alto has 4.5, Barclays Online Savings has 4.15, Amex has 4.0, Bass Bank has 4.85. And let me tell you, that's pretty damn good. A lot of yeah, people would be very happy like with that. Right? So yeah. like, that's the caveat here. But Yeah, it's comparatively not like comparing it to inflation, it's not great. But when you're considering that even Apple at 4.15 is 10 times the national average, mm-hmm. you... I, Your money's I, I, going to waste. And and even some of these, right? Like, so SoFi, for example, you can still get a debit card from SoFi. Yeah. So you can still easily withdraw money. Yep. And I think you could probably pay, make payments with it too or whatever. But yeah, some of them don't offer that. Mine does not. You have to do wire transfers back to your own bank. So that's like inconvenient, but I don't care because I don't need the money. Yeah. And every everything on the nerd wallet list right there that I just listed off is FDIC insured. So you are, they're a member of the FDIC or they're insured by the FDIC. So it's a safe option for you. And 
realistically, there's no reason not to do it. If your cash is just sitting in a savings account anyway, yeah, it's nice to have all your banking stuff in one spot. I've said it before on the podcast, like if Chase, which is my main bank, was 0.01% interest rate off of my current interest rate on my car, I would do it through Chase just to have the convenience of everything being together. Realistically, when you're talking a 10% difference, there's no reason not to. That For every $100, that is $10 more essentially that you are getting back. Roughly. Yeah. And like, it, it grosses me out how long I had my money in a traditional savings account. Cause I can, I see, so for mine, my, uh, high yield savings account, it is compounded daily and distributed monthly. So even though it's an annual percentage yield, they give me a payout monthly and it's based on right. daily adjustments to interest. So like there's slight adjustments there, but either way, they're putting a deposit into my account every month. And if you took the year or quarter or however your bank distributes your interest and compared it to me right now, if you're in a traditional bank account, you would fucking throw up. And it grosses me out yep. that I had my money in a fucking terrible savings account for so long. And yeah, Uncle Kyle's right. Like 401ks and like the stock, the stock market sucks right now, which is why yep. I had a friend of mine really shit on me when I told him I was going to put a substantial amount of money in a high yield savings account. Cause he's like, you're losing money compared to inflation. And I was like, yeah, guess where my stock profile is right now? Minus 6%. Eat shit, dude. Like it's you, The stock market sounds like those voice messages that you sent to your mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Jake's alluding to the fact that I sent farts to my mom, um, which is totally fine in my mom and I's dynamic because it's funny. But um, we saw Carly showed me a TikTok. I have to credit the TikTok of this these guys. It's a bunch of homies uh, in a dude chat that all they'd use this chat for is sending farts. There isn't a single piece of text in there. It's just all audio files of farts. I'm gonna I'm gonna start a new text thread with you and the Dane boys and yeah. simply just start sending farts to you guys. So anyway, Carly's farts like, and send farts to your mom. She think it was hilarious. So I sent farts to my mom. She thought it was hilarious. So there we are. Nice. Uh well, Uncle Kyle, you are doing very That might good. be over several years though, right? That'd be my guess because you said yeah. this year it's only nine point nine percent. So that's like total return. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I've pulled a lot of money out of contributing to my current company's 401k and have put it in different places just because I was making a better return on it. You should also spread your money all over the place. Yeah, I don't. I, I, have, everything. I have two different retirement accounts. I have in, I have money invested in stocks. I still have Same. some money in crypto. I still have money in high I yield. Too, I, unfortunately. I have money in two different high yield savings accounts just based off of bonuses and how much money I needed to put in one spot. So yeah, you need to you need to adjust. Um, you, you putting all your eggs in one basket is pretty much always a bad call. So it's just risky, right? Yeah. Like say you have every single dollar you own in a high yield savings account. Well, it's adjustable rates, right? So like they could go from 5% today to half a percent tomorrow. You just yeah. don't know. And so it's all, it's all about paying attention. Like, and that's why I bring up the Apple one is like, I probably know 15 people with an Apple card who did not know that Apple had a high yield savings account, even though it's something they frequently yell at you about. Yeah, I actually but, did think about going to Apple for a while uh, when they first started doing that because they, I was getting all of their fucking emails about, yep. hey, we're offering this rate. And I was like, I'm pretty good rate. I'm pretty that's, good. Well, that's why and I, did I ended it. up not doing it. But, I signed up for the card just because I wanted another metal card in my wallet. Yeah. And then, yeah. Um, which honestly, uh, I'm running over time here. So I will say this last piece, which is gonna, was going to be part two, but I talked too long about high yield savings accounts. Stop fucking using debit cards. Yeah. Right now. Just don't eat. Just don't do it. And if you're if you're not financially responsible, which is a lot of people, use a credit card like a debit card, aka when you spend money on credit, immediately go pay it. If it is not in your account, you don't have it. If you're bad with money, right? So like, only spend what you have. Don't spend all that you have, but only spend what you can spend on a credit card. Pay it off right away. Treat it like a debit card. Withdraw it from your account as soon as it goes through. Uncle Kyle did say it's the la over the last three years. Even so, that's that's a good return that's on good your return. stocks over three years. And then, yeah, he's got it in mutual funds, company stock, and savings. So, yeah, that's how you should be. You should be, when people say diversify your money, yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean, like, you don't have to put all of your money into a bunch of different stocks. Like, you can put your money into some of these more secure places where you're not risking as much of it for the return, and you're just getting a steady, consistent return, even if that's less than you could make on the stock market it's a very good spot to to just have money just because you're getting guaranteed returns on this money. I can't say this for certain yet, by the way, but there are plenty of companies that do this to include um, 
Charles Schwab, which is what I have an account in, but they do automatic investment profiles. Yep. So you can literally drop your money into an IRA, um, either traditional or Roth. And then from there, they will invest it for you using an automation service. And so far they haven't made me a ton of money, but they also haven't lost me any money. So that's what matters. And as long the market as you're not losing right money, now, so I didn't expect high returns to be fair. Um, so yeah, they're doing okay. Either way, they have those options too. If you want to invest, but you're afraid to do it yourself or, and you don't want to pay somebody, these services are usually free for these, through uh, pretty major institutions. Yeah. Uncle right. Kyle also said his Verizon Visa is his favorite because it's metal. And I got, I have to admit, that's why I love my credit cards too, is simply because they're metal. It's fun to throw on the table every once in a while, but I will go ahead and take it away with my final topic for the evening. Go ahead. Kyle, I'm making a lot of life changes recently. Are you? I've been a lot happier recently. I got some tattoos. Uh, and I'll admit they're not the greatest tattoos in the world. They were done in my uh, brother's bedroom. Oh my God. So they're this not is breaking news. It's not really, I tweeted. I need to it. hear them. I don't have uh, Twitter. I will show them to you. So I have, I got this, uh, I got a semicolon? Sem semicolon on my wrist. Okay. I got this on my arm. And when you say your brother's basement, who did it? Uh, my brother's partner has a tattoo gun. They're a Is great he, artist. Like, do this semi-professionally? They're great. They're great or at drawing. Hoc. They're not. It, it is not professional. These were not professional. I need to see that tattoos. again, but like closer. I mean. Okay. So that's. Right. So you it took was a, a life commitment in your brother's basement. Copy. I can cover them if they're not Multiple great. life commitments. I've got this one on my knee, which is by far the worst one. Jake got three tattoos in his brother's basement. No, bedroom. Bedroom. So as you can see, that one's not great. But I but plan to... Why? Okay, explain I, that one to me. It's the phases of the moon. I know, but, but why? I just like the way it looked. Okay, all right. And then I got the number 34 on my ankle, which is my... Grandpa's favorite number and my baseball and softball number. All of my, my brother. I am a little bit breathtaking right now by the decision making here. And I really need to hear some justification. I just wanted more tattoos and they were this very, is very like shot from the hip. <laughs> Fucking wild permanent decisions. I can cover that. Like that's the thing is. And I told them that too. I was like, if the tattoos don't turn out great, I plan to cover them anyway. And then what does on Jess think of your tattoos? No, I want to know if she got any. And no, Carly she, wants to know if she got any. Jess did not get any yet. But, what does she think of them? Um, she supported my decision. Does she like the tattoos? I don't care she, about the decision. Uh, she admits that the work is not the greatest, as the person who did the tattoos admitted they might be. And I knew what I was getting myself into going in. And then this one I'm getting professionally done on Monday. Okay, explain. Uh, I just, I think it looks cool. All right. Okay. And so that's going to go on my, on my, on my left quad. Okay. And then, um, and then I'm also cutting my hair. That is probably the breaking news of the segment. How much? I'm going to have like a mini mullet thing going on. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Love it. I'll send you the, I'll send you the person who is inspiration for the yeah, mullet that I'm getting. Yeah. Um, but if you, if anybody on here wants to look it up, Taylor Lewan from busting with the boys has a very, a very stylish modern mullet is how I'll describe it. It's not really a mullet, but oh, dude, I love mullets. I'd have kind of is. It's it's going to be great. I'm getting that done on Saturday. But because I've been making a lot of life changes, Kyle, I want to know what have been some of the most impactful life changes that you have made over the past few years, whatever it may be. And what are some changes that you want to make going forward? Um, okay. Um we can go back and forth on this. So give me one of the more impactful ones you've made in the last like year or so. Maybe a little longer. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd have to probably dial back a little bit farther than that because I just really haven't changed that much. But I'd say that in the last year, the only real one was accepting the job that I took, right? Like I went on a whim and I didn't really know much about the job that I was taking. And I decided to move to California to take a job that I didn't really know that much about. So, I mean, like by far, that was probably the biggest life change that we had, like relocating to a different state to take a job that we didn't know that much about. Um, and I say we, we, I mean the collective we as in Carly uprooted with me to do this uh, and take the risk on this just because I was kind of burnt out on what I was doing before. So uh, that that was a huge life change, obviously, right? And, and you know, um, there were plenty of uh, positives and negatives that went along with that. So uh, yeah, that, that that's the big one in the last year, short term. Yeah. I consider uh, it a year short term. I don't know. I don't know what you're calling. Like, No, I, 
I definitely agree with that. Um, the, the most impactful change that I probably made to my life over the last year was just treating my mental health seriously. Like I always knew I had some shit going on in my head and just never really knew how to handle it. Sure. Um, I thought I was handling it well. I very much was not. And I think everybody in my life has commented to me at some point in the past year and has stated that they can tell that I've changed for the better. Um, and for, for me, it was as simple as just like going to a doctor and just admitting that like, Hey, I I'm anxious a lot. Like a lot of my life is spent worrying about shit that I shouldn't be worrying about. Yeah. How, how can I fix this? And for me, it was as simple as getting on a prescription and just finally like getting my brain chemistry back in order a little bit. Um, I'm on a very, yeah, I'm on a very low dose, like lower than typical starting doses for people, but it works for me. Yeah. And especially in like the past, honestly, since the bachelor party, like I came back from that and that really like opened my eyes a little bit to like, it's okay to live my life and just like enjoy it. Like I don't have to be stressed all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been like one of the biggest things is like in literally, I think it was maybe like four or five days after the bachelor party. Like I got home, I kind of recovered a little bit. Took some, that was, took some that work. Was, yeah. That was the time. Yeah. Um, but like I reached out to a lot of people that I haven't talked to in a few years. And I was like, how's it going, man? Like, how you how, doing? Yeah. Like I, homie I high five. What up? On, honestly, how like I get stuck in my head about like, Oh, I don't know if this person really likes me. I don't know if they want to hang out with me. Like, I don't know what I would do if I hung out with them. Like what would we do to have fun. And it's just like, just reaching out to people. Like you can do something as, as simple as like, go have dinner with your friends and it can be a great time. And it doesn't have to be like, you can walk into a situation and recognize that like people don't, people aren't judging you the way that they were when you were in high school. Yeah. And totally. even in high school, they probably weren't judging you the way that you think they were. Oh, they probably were. They might've been people are mean like, in high school a little bit, but also like you amplify it so much because like your sure. hormones are going, your yeah, hormones yeah. are going crazy. Like you're overthinking. But you're everything. also judging like, everybody else too for the most. Exactly. Part. Either and, verbally or not, but yeah. And so I think what really did it for me is I got to give a, a big shout out to Dane's, uh, soon to be brother-in-law Davis. Who, oh, like, I love that dude. Shout he was out awesome. Guy. Shout really out to guy. Davis. Um, good luck in your career. Facts. Real fucking succeeder. Um, but like I, I took my shirt off in front of everybody and that's not something I do. Like yeah. I'm not confident in my body yeah, really yeah. whatsoever. And I was like, sorry guys, like you got to look at me now. And he was like, no man, like you lost a bunch of weight. Like be fuck, like you should yeah, be yeah. fucking proud of what you looked like. And then like nobody else said shit. And it like really triggered in me that like people we're adults. Like nobody fucking yeah. cares. Nah, nobody's judging you, bro. And so like, I think the combination of everything that I've done over the past six months, really to put my life back in order and like just getting my brain right, like has literally made life infinitely more enjoyable for me. Yeah. That's awesome. And the, the past month of my life, I would argue has probably been the best month that I've probably had in 10 years. Fuck yeah, dude. That's dope. Yeah. Happy for you. It's fucking sick. Homie high five. Dude, I saw a video and uh, every time I see a TikTok, it makes me think that Carly sent it to me, but she didn't send me this one. I'm like 99% sure. But I was scrolling on Reddit and I saw a TikTok and it was a guy walks up to people in the street and he's like, could you call? And he's like talking to men. He's like, could you call a male friend of yours and tell them I love you? Yeah, I've seen those. And uh, they're like, well, at least the one that I saw, he was like, yeah, obviously. And he calls his like homie and he's like, yo, bro, I just want to tell you I love you. And the guy's like, bro. I love you too. He's like, I don't know if you're drunk or not by calling me and saying this yeah. right now, but I fucking love you too. And it's like, yeah. yeah, man, the homies are there for each other. And that's what I, I think people don't do that enough. And that's why I went out of my way to like text all, I, I probably texted 10 different people and I was just like, Hey man, I miss you. I hope your life's going well. Let's catch up. And it's, you don't realize like the joy that something as simple as that can bring you like those friends that you're missing. Just because they're not reaching out to you doesn't mean that they're not missing you either. You, yeah. They're probably in the same mental spot where you are, where it's like, it's been five years since I've talked to this dude. Like, I wonder if like, 
they're probably missing you too, to an extent. If you were, if you were homies like that, if you were hanging out with them, if they were a friend of yours growing up, it's worth taking the effort to reach out to them. And that's why I end every podcast with saying like, tell somebody that you love them because you don't realize how much people need to hear that shit. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. You just never know. All right. And then to wrap this up before we end the podcast here, what is a change that you hope to make in the next year to make your life a little bit better? Mine are like almost always career driven, to be honest with you, man. And I am itching for a career change and I am hoping things work out. Um, my short term goal is to figure out something that's going to be actually, you know, maintain my standard of living without hating my job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, man. that's that's what it comes down to. So, yeah, for me, it's simply this is going to be like one of the most cliche things I've ever said on the podcast, but it's literally it's kind of what I've been doing every single day. And when I'm going to say it, like people typically think about this in more of like a different sense than I think of it, but like, I want to be 1% better every day, but that sounds like it'd be a Michael Jordan quote a little bit, but that 1% isn't like when people think of that, they think of like, Oh, I want to work a little bit harder at my job or I want to get better at like in the gym. I want to do a little bit better. Like, no, I just want to be a better husband, a better friend, a better, sure. I want to be healthier. I want to work out more. I want to do more like to make myself physically better, but like I want to treat my dogs better every single day. Not that I treat my dogs bad, but like, I just want to be better to them. I want to be better to my friends. I want to be better to my wife. I just want to be a little bit better than I was yesterday. Yeah. And I'll never be perfect. I accept that. And that's why you do 1% because what happens when you have a hundred days of 1% increase? That's uh, if you do quick math on that, you realize very quickly that that's still not a hundred percent. I disagree with you. If you do 50%, you do 1% better. That's 0.5. So you're at 50.5. Then if you do half percent better than that, you're at 0.5. But you're doing a full percent better every day. I'm, but I'm doing 1% better than I was doing yesterday. So if you were 58% yesterday, you're 59% today. No, I'm (laughs) 58.58. And then tomorrow, and then tomorrow I'm 50. 9.1 9.1 yeah, anyway regardless it, it can is, go on forever you're saying yeah you just it doesn't have to be in the traditional things that we like to think of especially as men like it's men's mental health month right now like as men we think we have to be the the breadwinner we have to, we think we have to be this like we we can't show our emotions we can't do xyz but like maybe showing your emotions is going to make you a little bit better yeah maybe just like being a little vulnerable is your way of being a little bit better tomorrow yeah, sure and those those things, I promise you, if you do that every single day, if you're just be honest with yourself and like strive for something a little bit more that you want, whether that's happiness, wealth, health, whatever, you're going to be happier every single day that you wake up. And that's what I really want to like stress with this is because like, because I've been happy every single day that I've woken up for the past month and I can't tell you another month that that happened in my life. Yeah, dude, that is fucking awesome. I'm happy for you. Yeah, it's been fucking great. Tattoos and I'm all. not gonna lie I'm to you. Fucking happy for you. Hey man, <laughs> I've been wanting to get tattoos, and I've been like, hey, "What do people? What will people think?" And I was like, it. "Fuck it, I'm gonna get the tattoos I want." Yeah, bro, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna really, cut my I'm hair. I'm honestly not judging you. I don't give a fuck. I'm just giving yeah. you shit. Well, and uh, like the person who was doing the tattoos is like, I've given like nine tattoos in my life. I'm not great at this, and I was like, I don't care. Yeah. If they're not great, that's why we're doing black tattoos. I can cover them very easily. Yeah, yeah, as long as it's not too dense. I'm just going to I'm just going to get a panther on my knee. A co- cover that a one. A Carolina up. panther because it's a legit logo. It's not going to be a Carolina panther. I want to do right, American traditional tattoos on my left leg cuz I think they look dumb and I think that's funny. <laughs> okay, do it. We're out of time. Thank you everybody for joining us on another episode of Two Average Husbands. He's Jake, I'm Kyle. You can follow us at number 2 ABG Husbands on Twitter and on Instagram uh, and then on Two Average Husbands spelled out on YouTube. Hit the like bell or the like thingy and the bell to get reminders uh the best place to watch us is live on youtube by far um you can comment live with us on youtube and on twitch Twitch. and you can watch live on twitter as well you just can't comment so those are those are your options there but really the video is the best as long as we're still doing these live episodes which we've surveyed a long time ago and said should we keep doing this live on video and the answer was overwhelmingly yes we're going to keep doing that uh until we hear differently um you can also join in on the discord and chat with us in there uh, one or both of us is usually always in the discord during the episode. So we can bring your, uh, your comments into the podcast as well. If you're commenting and you have something you want us to talk about, 
we'll probably drop a whole topic to talk about what you want to talk about as long yep. as it's something that we're ready to talk about uh in terms of like being educated enough to make make it, it may not be that thing. episode that you drop the comment in it may be the next week which is yeah. just more reason for Depends you to tune in the next week how in depth it is so like yeah do that if you want to hear us talk about something do it if you want to talk about something and get some shit off your chest with us with the boys you need some homie high fives virtually facts come join us and uh, we'll be there to to do that as well. We did that last week. If you haven't watched it, go back and watch that episode. We had a little homie, a boyfriend on the show, came and joined us, and we had a, a pretty good discussion there too. So do that. Uh, other than that, I think I've pretty much covered everything. I'll let Jake close us out. But if you want to listen to the podcast, it's all over the fucking place. So just hit us in the, the link tree uh, that's available on the social media. Before I give my spiel, rate your second drink. Based on your facial expressions, I think yeah, I know where this fucking is going. Yeah, good call. It's fucking terrible. This is a 0.5. This is disgusting. That's higher than I expected. I thought this you were going to give 0.25. I'm just really trying to get through it. Respect. Mine was four seven five. This was absolutely fucking delicious, and I would drink a thousand of these. Yeah, um, send me one. <laughs> I might. Put we'll just see ups. what happens. But this Kyle covered pretty much everything. If you want to see us drink something, let us know what you want to see us drink. Mm-hmm. If you want us to talk about something, let us know what you want us to talk about. Mm-hmm. If you want to hop on, shoot me a DM. You can hop on. We ain't picky over here. We're just homies being. We're just homies. trying to talk. Yeah, we're here for the peeps. Facts. But this has been another episode of Two Average Husbands. We will see you all in our next episode. And as always, don't forget to tell somebody that you love them. Peace.